Cheers. We're recording now. <laughs> it's less planned this way. Okay. That way, everyone feels like they're here. It's like, wait, what the fuck? I just, I never know when we're recording. I know. So to me, it's always like, oh, we're recording now? It's because I don't want you to feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Keep you on your toes. <laughs> yeah. Literally on my toes. The yeah. of, I'm on the edge of my seat right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, I man. can't relax. I'm on the edge of the beanbag. <laughs> <laughs> and if you all couldn't tell, we've already started the episode because <laughs> I don't like telling people when we're starting. I just start. Especially not me, his co-host. Oh, no. Not at all. No, I'm the last person he would tell. Yeah. It's like uh, signal lights in traffic. I ain't giving you that shit. No, never yeah. got You can't let people know your next move. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's everybody in LA because nobody uses that shit. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the podcast where we pull back the curtain and give you some insight on what goes on behind the scenes of your favorite bar and restaurant, and we like to call it the industry perspective. Yeah. See, I don't like starting it with just that. We are your hosts. Yeah. Welcome to another audio. Journey, ooh, this audio adventure. Ooh, we don't have visuals yet. Yeah, yeah, coming soon though. Coming soon. Yeah. We're gonna be doing the visuals. We're gonna be doing the whole nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how you been the last two weeks, man? Um, I have been, I have been many you? things the last two weeks, but save that for later. Okay. So we just got back from Vegas. We didn't get a chance to record before we left, which. I think is good or bad. I don't know. Because we got to experience or at least meet some cool people that gave us some perspective mm. on um on the industry in Vegas. Yeah. Which this trip was really well needed. It was a lot of fun. It was our trip, our first trip together. Yeah. We never got a chance to do that and now we did and it was phenomenal. Uh we Got a chance to meet this really dope bartender at a place called uh, Jamieland. Jamieland, yeah. yeah. Jamieland. Shout out to Jesse. Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Jesse. If I you're mean, listening, Jesse, you're you're the shit, dude. Yeah. Shout out to Jesse at Velveteen Rabbit as well. But yeah, oh, this, both Jessies. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Jesse was, and Jesse. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he gave us uh, some insight there because we both learned that there's something called game tenders, mm-hmm. which to me I never heard of in that is a whole other form of bartending. And what I learned is, and for those of you that may not know, basically in Vegas, you have bars where they have video poker and shit all along the bar. And you have regulars that sit there and play. And you'll have people, casuals, people that come in for the first time that'll sit there. And then the bartender would be like, oh, hey, you guys mind moving that way? Cause so-and-so, that's, that's their machine because that machine does this and that thing. So. It's a whole other thing. I can't really speak too much on it. Just going off of what Jesse told us, but it sounds like a whole different kind of animal that I don't think I would like. No, no. I, I kind of like that. No, not my vibe. Not my vibe at all. I, I don't like the feeling of having to ask someone who's already sitting down to move because my regulars there because you know they throw person, in hundreds of dollars in, yeah. the, in the machine so yeah you know bobby who comes in every wednesday that's his machine mm-hmm. i don't want to fuck up my every wednesday money but 
you know, let's say Sarah or whoever is visiting from, I don't know, London mm -hmm. and may not ever come back to Vegas and you may have changed their whole experience because, you know, you don't want to mess up your everyday money, yeah. but you could be messing up someone else's lifetime experience because what if they never make it back to Vegas? Just a lot of other factors that go into it that I'm not a fan of. But for those that do do that, shout out to y'all. I, I don't yeah. think that's easy. Shout out to everybody who bartends on the strip. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Man, y'all oh got to perform every fucking day. That is a lot. Like, you cannot... It, it's like it's like being in the Secret Service. You can't have a bad day there. Mm -mm. You got to show up, show out, be on your game yeah. every single day and night because you have beach parties during the day and then the night the nightclub at night. So yeah. you got to show up, show out yeah. every single time. That is... That's tough. Yeah. Honestly, that big shout out to y'all. Yeah. Not saying not built for it, but definitely not something I would want to no. do. No. That is not something I would want to do. No, no, no. You know, it, it feels like for me, it felt that the bartenders who were there were just kind of going through the motions, you know, not in a good or bad way. Just like, hey, this is my life. You know, this is my day. I got to do what I got to do to make my money. And know, they whatever, probably whatever. make really good money. That's why they're still. I money. hope so. I fucking hope so, too. Yeah. For the amount they of stuff to. they have to deal with. But at the same time, when a well drink costs me $24, yeah. there's only so much more I'm going to tip on top of that. And that's just me, you know, but that's me being someone who's been in the industry for a long time and doesn't not tip correctly or tip over you know i used to be known for tipping too much all the time mm -hmm. but if i'm looking at if i'm someone else who doesn't know anything about the industry or or whatever and their money's a little tight and i got 50 dollars and i go out and i get two drinks and it's 48 i might not give you that two dollars you know so yeah. you would think the money would be good but just how many drinks are they making you know and like does there is there hourly hire? I I just don't fucking know, man. I really don't. But I've heard that there's good money in Vegas, Vegas, depending on where you are. But even talking with a couple bartenders that we talked to while we were there, and some of them were like, "Oh, I'd rather move somewhere else." Mm -hmm. And we asked them, "Well, why don't you?" And they're like, "Man, I got bills." I'm like, yeah. but, but but you also live in Vegas. It costs less to live there. It does. So maybe they're not making yeah maybe it's a fallacy but sidebar though we've met these two jesse's off the strip these are bars that were maybe like what two three miles away from the strip about a mile and a half, mile and a half. two miles yeah. max and they had like a whole little like main street thing of just bars and they were dope yeah and even like our last night there we went to a place and we met some locals, and they're like, oh, where you live? And he told you, or you told him, like, oh, I'm visiting. He's like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, you're supposed to be on the strip. Yeah. Go over there. Yeah, y'all don't come out here. This is the townie bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was cool to explore that. Yeah. And it was, it, for me, it felt like it was more my speed. That's more what I want to do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you know, going to Vegas is great. You know, it's nice to go to the pool parties. And I've still never gone to a Vegas show or whatever, but... Um, hopefully I will in the future, but to be able to go there and do all of that stuff, yeah, it's cool. But I've kind of, I've also kind of been there, done that. Yeah. I've done so much, you know, with my time 
that I'm like, all right, man, at this point, I kind of need a day to just chill, which is, uh, you know, we did that on the first night and the last night, which, you know, started off and capped off yeah. our, our trip perfectly because yeah. by then we <laughs> we went to the day party, Cable and both knocked the fuck out, yeah. woke up and we're like, we're going to go somewhere. Yeah. Nah, we chilled to watch UFC for like the whole the whole night. Yeah. Just watch that match. And then by like, we didn't leave until two o'clock. Yeah, it was like two and still didn't get back until like four. Yeah. And still had a good time. Which is one of the cool things about Vegas. It's a 24-hour town. Yeah. Which kind of brought me to my point. When we um got back to, when we got back to our hotel, we had a 24-hour diner. <laughs> and, you know it, it is what it is it's 24 hours so you can't expect the food to be phenomenal it's drunk food at yeah. that point at 3 a.m and we were drunk, we were, drunk as in a drunk person made it because <laughs> yeah. they definitely forgot all the flavor in that bitch you had to be drunk there's to a, cook with no flavor there's a reason why that steak and eggs was on sale for 9.99 oh my god i mean i'd rather go to the strip club and pay that and at least get to see some titties <laughs> <laughs> instead i'm looking at retired strippers serving me burnt steak and flat eggs and i'm like you know what i shouldn't have ate here i should have ate at the strip club <laughs> like what the fuck that was terrible man my bad. I jumped on your point. No, no, you no, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. That's I'm. A, that's what I'm gonna name this episode. <laughs> Burn steak and flat eggs. <laughs> Yo, you forgot to season that steak. Nah, I seasoned it. Don't you see how black it is on the outside? That's seasoning. Nah, that's from the grill. My fam, I don't. I don't think you know what seasoning is. <laughs> well, we were sitting down having having a conversation, and I don't know if you heard them, but there was guys like behind you to the left that sat down no yeah i heard him and that's why i wrote it down yeah they were there ordering i don't know what they ordered but they were asking the server x amount of way too many questions and specifications and i'm just sitting there listening to it's like bro you're at a diner yeah at 3 a.m yeah on vegas yeah and you're trying to be pretentious you get the fuck out yeah. Get the fuck out of here. And, you and, cannot go to a diner at 3 a.m. trying to have all these modifications. Order what's on the menu, sit down, shut up, and eat it. Yeah, and you and we were also off the strip. We weren't directly on the strip. We weren't far from it, Yeah, but we weren't on the strip. So mm-hmm. your excuses go even further out the window for being that yeah. pretentious. It's like, bro, if, if I wanted strip questions, I'd be on the strip. This is non-strip. You get what you get. It's funny that that was what you took out of it, because all I could think about was uh, just how bad the service was, man. Yeah. And it was it was bad. Yeah, and it, it wasn't was really that busy bad. for them to be that no. slow. No, not at all. Simple stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and especially what got me was how we would walk in and so many people would walk past us while we're standing there by the desk waiting for someone to at least acknowledge that we're even in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, that really bothered me. Uh, getting checked on at the table—that bothered me. Oh yeah, and this was when we when we uh, went to get dinner. Yeah, for the ribs. Yeah. Again, there wasn't that many. Pe- at least from our perspective, there wasn't no. that many people. I I counted. I'm pretty sure it was like three servers, but it might have been four. But the dining room that we were in, it 
didn't even see a hundred people. No. It no. like I would I'm say not, like maybe 60, fifty to sixty. Yeah. Is a good ratio. There but, was at least thirty people. There was the same yeah. amount of people that was on our bus on the way there. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. And the service was just as bad. Yeah. He <laughs> he did the uh he did the drive by fucking the walk by check in, like, hey y'all good? Yeah. All right. All right. Just kept walking. Cool. Didn't even stop. Just Walk by, y'all good? Tap the table, kept going. Yeah. Did he, <laughs> good thing they give us a big-ass glass of water. Yeah. Because I would have needed some more. Like, yeah. I didn't even get a chance to say, yeah, it's good. He just walked on by. Shit, that tap water is trash out there, too. It's better than here. It, no, not Cali. Better than Arizona. Not better than Cali. Cali tap water, I'm not saying I would drink it, but the tap water in Vegas was just like, nah. I thought it was better. Nah. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. They nah. got the Hoover Dam there. I don't give a fuck what they the got there. They don't got no flavor. Did you Did you really stop and taste that shit? No, I was drunk. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I drank that shit sober. It was bad, man. Because we remember we hadn't bought any water yet. Yeah. And so I ended up taking a, a sip from the tap, and I was just like, oh, this is bad. Like, definitely not Arizona, though. Definitely not Arizona. You know, I couldn't taste the racism in the water, but <laughs> there was definitely still some prejudice in there. <laughs> a little bit of prejudice. You know what? Speaking of us taking the bus ride, if you guys ever want to travel to any <laughs> anywhere and you're like, oh, well, planes might be a little expensive because of the pilot shortage or whatever, this and that. You know, five-hour bus ride ain't that bad. It's not. Don't take... Flixbus. That's mm. F-L-I-X-B-U-S. Mm. Do not take them. Damn. Fuck Flixbus. You spelled bus on top of it? Yeah. That's yeah, how I, I know you, man. No, you never know. Because you called them by their first and last name. Yeah, government name. <laughs> government name. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, fuck them. Do not take them because their customer service is bad. The punctuality is bad. Yeah. The coaches they ran out, bad. I, honestly, it, it, I think bad. the drivers misunderstood what punctuality meant i think they thought it was punctuality they was ready to fight <laughs> yeah. everybody yeah. i was like that's not the punctual we asked god. for they were ready to fight i swear like, to what? god like they were ready to fight each other on the way there yeah and then on the way back he was ready to smack up old boy and old boy looking he was like i wasn't even the one who said anything he's like yeah well you can get on another bus too he's like Brother, I just got up to grab my bag. <laughs> Mind his own business. Yeah, they uh they get you your destination and they throw hands at the same time. Yeah, so. and they get you there later because of the hands. Yeah. They don't factor that into the time. No. Like, no. if you at least factor that into the time and let me know, yo, you're going to get there about 45 minutes late because there's going to be a couple fights, <laughs> at least I know. I can plan around that. You know, don't tell me I'm going to get there at 2 and I get there at 4.30 and you fought like two people at the fucking Circle K gas station, you know, <laughs> just because. Like, come on, man. The funny thing is, is they're on the same team. It's two different drivers, like trying to get. Yo, that uh, was the one that yeah. got me. Like, it was about to be some driver on driver crime. <laughs> yeah. And he started calling out the presidents. He was like, "Oh, well, blame Trump. No, nah, actually, it's Biden now. Blame Biden." I was like, "I didn't hear that." Yo, funny. he said it a couple times. That's what fucked me up, because he was like. Don't blame me, blame Trump. And he's like, wait, no, it's Biden. Don't blame me, blame Biden. And I'm That's like, funny. what are you talking about? You 
because you don't know who your coworkers are. Ah, get out of here, bro. Get out of here with that. Yeah, don't don't take Flix Plus. Fuck yeah. them. Fuck their customer service. That that's shit. We gave it a shot, mm-hmm. and we tried it. So if you're gonna take a bus, go Greyhound. Spend that extra twenty thirty dollars. It's worth it. You'll get there on time. You won't have crazy delays. So fuck them. Fuck that shit. That trip took a lot out of me. Yeah. On the way back. Yeah. Yeah. But, I almost took a nap when we got back. That's how depressed I was, like emotionally and physically from that bus ride. It was traumatic. It was very traumatic. It was. Yeah. But overall, though, great trip. Mm-hmm. I I feel like, I feel like, I, at least me, I drank more than what I thought I did, but it was so spread out. Mm-hmm. But I know I drank a lot. And I think if it wasn't for... Uh, the DHM, mm-hmm. I would have felt it, which that that product has saved me yeah. a lot. DHM is yeah. probably one of the best things we've come across. Yeah. So basically, the best way to put it, it's like an anti-hangover pill. Like it comes in a box of 10, mm-hmm. packages two per package. You take them before you go out, you yeah. drink it. Honestly, you don't, you, you don't even have to take it before you go out. You can take it as you take your first drink. Yeah. That's what they say. When you take your first sip or your first drink, take that with it, mm-hmm. and you're going to be good. Um, I heard about uh, it's, the company's called No Days Wasted. They're getting free publicity right they now. Are. So if anybody can put us in touch with them, yo, let's talk numbers. But this one's free. Um, I found out about them listening to another podcast like two years ago. And I was like, all right, man, I'm going to try this out because, you know, just like everybody else when the pandemic hit, like I was drinking a lot, mm-hmm. like a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was actually getting hangovers, which I normally don't do. I'm also old as fuck at this point. So hangovers is coming. It is what it is. But uh, I was like, all right, how do I combat this? And I found that. And ever since then, I've been rock with them like real hard. I've tried other companies. Yeah, we tried to just, tried to, other products. just so it wasn't like, oh, man, we're shouting out this one just mm-hmm. because it's the first one we had. Like, we've branched out, and no one touches them at all. No Days Wasted knows what they're doing. Yes, they do. I I would highly recommend them. It's uh, 25 and some change for the first box, but if you do the monthly thing, it's... or It's 25 and some change for your first box. It's yeah. also 25 and some change if you subscribe. Yeah. If you don't subscribe, it's like 30-something, like mm-hmm. 33, 34, whatever, but... Trust me, you're gonna to want to subscribe because yeah. uh, if you use you it get, as much as we do, yeah, it's worth it. If yeah. you're one of those people that like, I don't go as often. It's still good to have in the back of your pocket. Exactly. That those ten packages will last you however many days, weeks, whatever. But yeah, especially like if you're in school and shit, and you want to go out and you want to party with motherfuckers, mm-hmm. and you're like, well, I got tests in the morning. Like, yo, take that when you're take starting it. to drink. You'll be in that class. I mean, I can't guarantee you're going to pass the test, <laughs> but you'll at least feel good enough to take that yeah. shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You're, like, you're it's, amazing. it's a lifesaver. Like, we'll take that and get up the next morning Hit the and gym. Fucking, fucking go work out yeah. first thing. Just ready to go. You know? It really feels like you didn't have a sip of alcohol. Yeah. I would recommend at least having one full glass of water oh, yeah, before you sure. go to bed with it because you at least got to stay hydrated. Yeah. So don't go in there just like, Alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. You'll still 
you'll still feel fine. Yeah. But you'll know you're dehydrated. Oh, at yeah. Least, so, yeah. And, I can't and believe. Then, and then you'll feel that and be like, all right, I need some water. Yeah. As opposed to you puke your guts out because you also have all the poisoning from the alcohol, all yeah. the toxins that your body has not been able to get out, get out of you yet. Like you take this, it's like helps your body like keep up with what you're doing to it. And then you just, you know, oh shit, I need some water. Fucking hit that water and go right back in. I don't know how long they've been in business, but I'm glad we have them when we do. I'm just mad. I was just raw dogging the drinks out here without no protection. You know, no that protection. extra security. Damn. <laughs> that would be like I'm drinking with cheat codes, man. Yeah, you were like going from drink to drink. You didn't give a yeah. fuck. I had to worry about it like, fuck, I'm going to be, nah. Now I'm just like, fuck it. Yeah. Take all these drinks, have a glass of water before bed, wake up the next day. Feel like, feel like I got a full night's sleep. DHM is the Trojan of hangovers. <laughs> Shout out to them. Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to regret this for the rest of your life. <laughs> Take you some DHM. <laughs> oh shit, that was that was a uh, that was. Our attempt at a, yeah. at a shout out. So. At a shout out. Yo, straight up. We yeah. can clean that up, DHM, if you hear yeah. that. We can clean it up. But I don't think you want that. No. I don't think you want that. Say what's up. I like them. Yeah. I fuck with them. I also really fucked with uh, that second bar, uh, Velveteen Rabbit. Like, those yeah. are the two bars I want to shout out the most um, because the experiences that we had at both. Jamiland really, like, welcomed us in. We let them know we were industry, so they were both like, you know, or not both. The whole, you know, crew that was there was super tight, super tight, talked to us, showed us some love. Same thing with Velveteen Rabbit. Like, they just welcomed us in, you know, had a conversation with us, but like, you know, let her do let us do our own thing. And I mean, the cocktails were fucking amazing. So I just yeah. had a really no, good they time were, with both. So I wanted to shout both of them out directly. They were amazing. The atmosphere was dope. Yeah. So... I really look forward to going back to both of them. Um, and yeah, I'll leave it at that. Leave Good at spot. That. Good times. Fun times. Sorry, I just, I checked my phone and I saw something from fucking somebody I never thought I'd, I'd hear from. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, I, you I got saw the that? same one. I got the same one, but they have my info. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, <laughs> that's what they said to me. So you might want to respond. Yeah. Yeah, just putting that out there. Yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. do that. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> speaking on that, while you're <laughs> typing up what you got to type up, um, I will say that uh, when, whether it be in, in our industry or just in general with people, like, don't always burn a bridge. You know what I mean? Pour gasoline on it if you need to, but you don't need to burn it. Unless someone really fucked up. Because that's a bridge that mm-hmm. we, both, we both poured gas on, but neither one of us like lit the fire. You know what I mean? So when I ran into them at a particular time, at a particular place, even though it was the second time I've seen them, I still kept it love. And, you know, here we are getting paid back. And then some showing, getting that respect showed to us. It's like, okay, I, I could have... You know what I mean? Like, I could have set fire to that motherfucker, but just letting them know there was gas on it, eventually, you know, they didn't know that because they weren't looking at the bridge. But then I started telling other people that there was gas on that bridge. (laughs) So apparently the word got back to them. Like, oh, yeah. They will set fire to your ass if you don't be careful. In this industry? Yeah. That word word spreads fast. Oh, it does. It does. 
I want to talk about something that I said in the last episode a couple weeks ago. And uh, I said I would talk about it in the next episode, which I thought would be last week. But due to our scheduling, we just didn't get there. But going forward, we will be making sure that we give you, you know, a new episode every week. We want to grow this up to do that and more. So you will definitely be hearing from us every Wednesday. We're going to make sure of that. Um, but a couple weeks ago, I was working at a restaurant. And this was the first time I've ever worked in a place and been there for the last day that that place was open. And um, it was a very surreal experience. So when you're talking about not burning bridges and treating people the right way, I got to say, man, that company, I really feel like they got so far ahead of themselves and thought that there was no way they could fail and they didn't treat people the correct way mm -hmm. and the business failed. And now they got to go back to the country that they're originally from, you know, where they're successful there, but it's going to be difficult for them to ever branch back out in Los Angeles, you know, one of the biggest markets in the United States, in the world. It's going to be very difficult for them to branch back into here because of the bridges that they burned. You know, they could have done things so much differently and taken care of their people, but because they just felt like, oh, we can do whatever because we've done it this way for however long. Now look at them losing and shit. So just wanted to reiterate that as far as just not burning bridges. Rant over. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I, I, was, don't, I, was I was letting, letting you like speak that. while I'm Yeah, no, no, no. I can see I can see you typing. I was like filibustering there for a minute, <laughs> Yeah. You know. Speaking of burning bridges. Yeah. Um a couple of things I want to talk about. Oh boy. I I was ready last week. I'm ready today. I, I came I came to pod today. Mm-hmm. Uh let's let's hit these points here. I I don't wanna I don't wanna do any kind of name dropping. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try. Mm-hmm. Try my best. Uh if you do drop a name, I say we still bleep it up. I'm going to regardless. Yeah. But it'll happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna ease into it slowly. Okay. So at my previous job, this happened. I think maybe like an hour or two in the service. This guy, <laughs> this guy refused a beer mm. because he said it was bottled 90 days after the expiration date. So like he looked at it and saw like the bottled date was 90 days previous to when it was put in front of him. Okay. So he was saying like, oh, well, it's, it's gone bad. Mm -hmm. You know, like. And he was saying, like, yeah, you know, my, my family works with, we we know people with the beer, this and that. We own our own beer thing, whatever, this and that. And my coworker's telling me this. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm like, do you, do you not know how to, like, bottling and cutting off air supply and outside bacteria works? Or Well, that's, that is a thing, though, with a lot of uh, lagers and cheaper beers, especially. It was an 805. Still, I well not. That's not a cheap beer, but I'm saying like a lot of the, a lot of beers after 90 days, um, a lot of places won't sell them. That's why we're always supposed to rotate stock. But rotating stock is something I have not seen done correctly in probably about three, maybe four years. 
but you know in the industry before that mm-hmm. it was a very very big thing because i worked in places where the the beer company would come in and they check the bottles they did weekly checks which was funny because one of the people who did it i knew them through social media but i never knew them in person and then come to find out they were one of the beer reps at a restaurant that i worked at and uh i started seeing them like once a week doing that but after 90 days they crate it up they take it back mm-hmm. and they give you a, they give the restaurant a credit so i would say not to diminish what you're saying about yeah. with this particular person i say that that's actually on that establishment because i know what establishment you're talking about and no one there preached rotating stock no which was very weird to me yeah and when i would say hey man let's rotate stock people would look at me weird and i'm like oh so y'all just ain't gonna do it you're not just rotating stock nope and you're not telling anybody that they should and why cool that's why you need a bar manager yeah but here's the thing one reason why i thought he was bullshitting was because that 805 Mm -hmm. came from a recent shipment yeah so unless the shipment was delayed by a long time it was in that fridge for god maybe two weeks at most yeah i didn't check the expiration date but you know i was bar back in there and i stocked it up so i'm like i don't know maybe he was on a first date and trying to impress somebody but i thought it was funny could have been the way my coworker told me that he just came off like very pretentious about like oh yeah no my family owns a this and that i'm like all right yeah that's that's funny as hell i feel you there i definitely feel you there I, I just feel that that's also just as reflective on yeah the industry as a whole right mm-hmm. now because you know like I said it's been years since I've heard anyone preach about rotating stock and that's first in, three first different out. states first and first out is like one thing I don't see preached here yeah yeah which right. is again it's very weird yeah I don't I don't I don't understand it I don't understand where that thought process went. And I also don't understand how people aren't haven't been paying attention to uh, supply chain shortages and beer, excuse me, but beer companies over the last couple of years were running into issues there. They're probably sending out older product, hmm. not even knowing it, because maybe they have a bunch of people working at those places who don't understand like, oh, that's the expiration date. They're probably thinking that's a born on date. Because some beers will tell you a born on date yeah. and have you do the math. <laughs> you know, it's just all fucked up right now. It really that's is. Sad. It's really it's really fucking sad. It shouldn't be like that. But that's just where we are, man. It's just where we that's are. Awesome. And me, if I was that guy and I worked for or my family owned a beer company, I'd find a better way instead of being like, well, I'm not drinking this. I'd be like, you know. Hey, can I talk to your bar manager? <laughs> what bar manager? Exactly. But like, that would be my question. Can I talk to your bar manager? Can I talk to your manager? Can I talk to somebody? That way I'm not sitting here trying to talk to a bunch of people who are on the floor trying to do their job, yeah. who are stressed out, who don't want to hear this shit, or who have not been told that this is something that's supposed to be done. Let me talk to somebody else in charge, especially since we all know managers love sitting down talking to guests. 
Oh, they get their rocks off of oh, yeah. that shit. Like, oh, yeah. oh, there's a guest for me to talk to? Let me go do that. Let me feel worth it for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, in, and that's nothing against them. I know that, that it sounds like I'm clowning them. Mm-hmm. But they don't have anything else to do. Managers manage. Yeah. So if there's nothing going wrong, you're kind of just standing around all night. Which is why I refuse to be a fucking manager, man. I want to just do something else instead of... <laughs> You only talk to me when you need something. It's like, I want that to still be an insult. <laughs> I want to throw that at somebody and still insult. Magic can't say that. It's like, yeah, I only talk to you when I need something. You're a fucking manager. I don't like you. <laughs> but if I'm the beer guy, I'd be like, yo, let me talk to somebody, you know, not better, but above you in, in station within this restaurant. Oh, man, let me be like, hey, do you not appreciate your people about rotating stock? Like, da 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 da. Maybe management don't know. Which I know some places that managers don't fucking know about rotating the fucking stock. Yeah. No, because they don't. What do have... you mean? Turn the bottle and make sure it's facing forward? Yeah, sure. That's because exactly they don't have right. bar managers. Yeah. Which. As we said in the previous episode. And some restaurants, they ain't got managers. Very, very, very important. So, in that same establishment, this might have been the same day or whatever day, <laughs> there was a table that was sitting there. Mm. And could it was... Ima- could you imagine if they were standing there? If they were standing, they would have left. But they were allowed to sit there comfortably 30 minutes after we were like supposed to be closed. Mm. So the dude that had did the reservation, whatever, he's like, hey, I, I'll, I'll give you guys like $300 on the tip, whatever, if you guys stay open later, because I want to get more shots, but not right now. And when I heard that, I'm like, the fuck? No, get the fuck out of here. Like 300 mm-hmm. each? Make it five. But no. Yeah. I don't know how tip out went, whatever, because the server went and took care of them. Um, so they ordered their round of shots or whatever. And then they ordered uh, Casamigos, mm. which, you know, every, every they, ordered, they ordered that good shit. Yeah, yeah, Casamigos. They were like, no, we want we want premium tequila. We want the best of the best. Mm. And in the establishment I, I was working at, that's our well. Mm. So, so they bring them around the shots or whatever this and that because that's what they ordered. One of the motherfuckers from the table mm. came back to the server he was like, yo, man, uh, I just, I wanted to, like, just ask, like, was that Casamigos or was that well? Because, like, it tasted a little watered down. Motherfucker, you ordered them chilled. You ordered Casamigos chilled. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. They were, uh, they just tasted a little watered down. I just want to make sure they went well. And my coworker, he was like, no, it was... It was Casamigos. Casamigos is our well, so either way, mm. it was one and the same. But he was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, they just tasted a little watered down. You know, I just, I wanted to make sure we got Casamigos. You weren't even paying for them. Why do you care? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Went back, sat down. I heard that whole exchange, and I was just like, the fucking audacity. We, we gave you a round of shots 30 minutes after we're supposed to be closed. After you're supposed to be out of the fucking building. Mm-hmm. You don't have food. Mm-hmm. You guys are done. You're just sitting there as a courtesy. You have the audacity to come up and and ask if it was Casamigos or well. Mm-hmm. We gave you what you asked for. Mm-hmm. My point is, 
some people have the fucking audacity to like yo you're really gonna try to bite the hand that just that just literally fed you yeah. and served you yeah some people man i mm. i mm. it was chilled yeah. of course it's gonna be a little watered down you mm. asked for it chilled because you couldn't take it straight up like that and it's fucking constant yeah i'm done i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i got a lot more coming Ooh. man <laughs> this is just <laughs> Ooh. man you let me know how do much not, time I got to go out. Do not order Casamigos from this motherfucker. And don't order a chill. Don't. Well, because you shouldn't be ordering chill shots anyway. Yeah. It's, it's um, Like, I, I I don't fuck with you anymore <clears throat> if you order chill shots. Just being honest. And if you're one of those people, well, I need it, chill. That's fine. I would say that I'm not judging you, but I am. Yeah. I'm judging you. And it's, it's only a slight judgment. I was going to say something to, to the bartender next to me about you ordering, you know, Classe Azul, yeah. chilled or whatever. Mm. But it is what it is. Oh, man. Classe Azul. <laughs> Yo, we might to lose. Me, to me, it's on the same level as, you know what? Not going to say it. Not going to dig that hole. Anyway, it is what it is. <laughs> we still we still need sponsors. Hey, Classe Azul. <laughs> I'll, I'll say something nice. <laughs> we can say You're going to have to write it for me. But I'll say something nice. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna be able to think of it on my own. Oh <laughs> fuck! Hey, your tequila is very expensive. I'll say that. Yeah, you got that. You make a lot that. of money. Oh boy, do you? The bottle's pretty and it makes a little deep. I so people know. hate those bottles. I like the ones. I bit. fucking hate that. That is some of the most childish shit. I think it. Fucking oh, it 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 like puts me in the mentality that. People are looking at their tequila shots like it's the ice cream, man. I need to hear a ding. And now I'm having a treat. It's like, it's not a fucking treat. It's hey, look at shot. me. I paid extra for ding. Mary. I'm not oh, going to say it. thanks. You're like, well, what the... F- oh, my God. When And what I hate more... What I hate more... Oh, about to go off. Isn't when motherfuckers ask for the ding. What I hate more... Is when a bartender goes out of their way to ding that shit and be like, hoo-hoo, you look at what you got, you know, and like make a whole show out of it. But the people drinking the shots didn't ask for it. They didn't care. I do it sarcastically. You do everything sarcastically. It's like that meme of uh, what's his face from Jurassic Park. It's like, hey, look at this guy. He's getting, you know, whatever. And then he turns back to. uh, uh, I've never seen that meme. So. Hugh Grant, he's like, see, nobody cares. Um, I, forget, I forget the actor's name. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Hugh Grant isn't in Jurassic Park. Or yes, he World. is. Jurassic Park? The original, yeah. Hugh Grant? He, Hugh, Hugh Grant. Grant. Something Grant. Yeah. Grant something. It's definitely not Hugh no, Grant. No, 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 no. <sighs> anyways, it's the fuck. If I show you the meme, whatever. But anyways, it's like, look at this guy. He's getting class A. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, nobody cares. That's why I think. Look at Hugh Grant. <laughs> 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 <My bad. laughs> oh man what else did you have though so I, I, want, I need you to I yeah. need you to vent all this out yeah 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 so you um as you said stated many times before you've been bartending for a long time you've been in many different positions as a bartender mm. and you've been in a lead position you don't like being a manager how does it feel when um like you're considered a favorite 
Have you have you ever been in that position? Favorite what do you think who? about it? Favorite of who? Because that affects my answer. Well, the person that makes the schedule. Let's say that. Oof. Oof. Well, I'll answer that, and then I want to end it on a positive note. <laughs> so, favoritism, I believe is the word. Favoritism is the word. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not a fan of it. So, I've worked with managers who uh, are so definitely afraid of being called out for favoritism that they won't hang out with their employees or mm-hmm. whatever at all. I've worked in uh, I've worked in places that it's against the rules for it to happen, um, and then I've I've worked with people who like whether it's against rules or not, they're hanging out with their coworkers, and a lot of times it's because they used to work with them. They only mm-hmm. took the management position because they had a kid or they were going to school, like they needed life. the money yeah. and they needed stable money, so they took a management position or. They have plans on opening their own restaurant and, you know, they want to pad their resume. Like, there's so many different reasons why someone will take a management position. Um, but the thing I've never, ever fucking liked, even though I've been on both sides of this, I've never liked it when a manager plays favorites. Ever. Like, I've worked with a manager who played favorites where... Even though they played favorites, they still treated everyone fairly. So therefore, you could never go at them and be like, well, you only took care of your favorite. It's like they played favorites in the sense of like, I want to make sure I'm working with them as often as possible. Um, I let them get away with a little bit more. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like their shirt's not always tucked in, but they still look presentable. They still look clean. Um, They're five minutes late every day. But they're never 10 minutes late. So I never talk to them about being five minutes late. But then you'll have the person who's there who's 15 minutes late on a consistent basis, 20 minutes. And then when they get called out, they're like, yeah, but such and such is always five minutes late. It's like, yeah, but you're allowed to be five minutes late. So my favoritism towards them is like me not coming down on them for that five minutes because I also know other things about their life to know why they may be five minutes late. Or this and that, but they still, they take it up to the five minutes. Maybe they're taking it up to the five minutes because they can't fucking stand your ass. <laughs> like, and I know them. So my favoritism is me paying attention to their personality. Like, But I've also worked with people who their favoritism is, I only like the motherfuckers I like and fuck everybody else. Yeah, And I fucking <clears throat> hate that shit. Mm-hmm. I hate it with such a passion because the people that get that favoritism rewarded to them not all the time but the majority of the time they're only getting it because they're kissing that other person's ass and then it makes it look worse when the people who don't kiss their ass but get that favoritism displayed towards them but they're doing it because they're doing a good job that's why they're getting favoritism they get looked at as kiss asses and they're not Yeah. so it just creates this whole fucking thing how do you feel about that? Well, because I know you've been on both sides, but I also know, you know, most recently you like started on one side and ended on the other and you did nothing different in between. I don't think I was ever even on the other side. I think I was always just in that neutral ground. And yeah. 
somehow ended up over there. So you covered all the good side. Yeah. So I'm gonna just speak on the bad. Yeah. <laughs> Spit that shit. So in my experiences, uh experience, because this was really fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna just say this favoritism shit is is bullshit. Mm. Because and not just for me, me looking at other people having to deal with it, you have employees fighting over shifts over you know trying to get money yeah but because the person that makes a schedule has a set of people that they like and put them in positions to make the most money and the best days to do it you care about these other people fighting for for these shifts and yeah. creating a discourse and in, in like just within the workplace which isn't okay so then you have to have a talk about having a positive attitude when you come into work but how the fuck am I supposed to have a positive attitude when the days you give me to work are the two of the worst fucking days and I'm only getting three three out of five days that were open two mm-hmm. of those are the worst days to make fucking money yeah I'm not coming in with a positive attitude I'm gonna come in with fuck this place yeah yeah you know so it's like and, and for me personally like I never did anything different I kept working the same way I did kept doing the same thing I did always give 100% 110% and me I reciprocate energy. So if you start giving me shit, you're going to get shit. You're not going to get that 110% work ethic. Yeah. You're going to get 80, 70 one day, maybe. I don't know. It just depends. But also, I had somebody that would just hate on me for no reason. Yeah. You just saw me. It's like, well, why does he get to bartend? Yeah. What the fuck? So I, I'm not going to name drop, but people that listen know who I'm talking about. Fuck yeah. that motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I meant as far as the favoritism not always being recognized by the person that's playing the favorite because there are times where the person playing the favorites, they're doing it thinking like, well, I'm rewarding this person for their work ethic or for their attitude or for this and that. But no, you're actually rewarding someone who's kissing your ass. Mm -hmm. But because of the way they're kissing your ass and because your ego want to allow you to see that this person is doing that you feel you're report you're rewarding this person for doing things right and you're actually not which then trickles down to the people who work next to that person and then look at them and say like no you don't work harder than me you don't work better than me i'm constantly covering up for you and fixing your mistakes and having you when you are kissing the boss's ass telling them stuff i'm doing wrong to make yourself look good at that same time I'm doing something wrong, I'm actually also doing your fucking job. Yeah. Because that five minutes you spend in the office snitching, yeah. you could have been doing your fucking job. Yeah. but nope. Or you could have been next to me bullshitting, and we only bullshitted for a minute to two minutes, and you could have convinced me, like, all right, man, we got to get back, and now we can just get back even faster, mm-hmm. and we're doing this shit together. But instead, you want to be over here... You know, well, whatever. I ain't gonna say what I was about to say, but (laughs) but yeah, and the people who are in charge because of their egos can't even see what they're doing wrong until it's too late. Yeah, which brings me to my next point. When you decide to leave a place that is toxic like that, yeah, do you put in your two weeks? I do, but I will. Also say why I do. Okay. Because of my experiences with the places that I've worked at, my level of being done with the place 
when I leave, a place is always shocked that I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. They're always like, oh, I didn't know it was that bad kind of deal. And I've only had to leave a couple places. But by the time I leave, you know, they're blindsided by it. Because to me, they're looking at it like, oh, man, everything's good. Everything's fine. They're not complaining. We can count on them. They're reliable, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, for me, they're not paying attention to the things I'm telling them, the things I'm asking for, and this and that. And I get to a point where I'm ready to go. Well, then I'm done. So I'll give them the two weeks. But it's also because wherever it is that I plan to go, I know I'm not going to make money there for two weeks. So I'm like, well, let me just transition this way. And I try to do it in a way where it's like, all right, well, you know, how about you take my days down? And then I work the days here that you really need, but give me the time to train over here so my money's right. Mm -hmm. But I've also been lucky. I've been fortunate to be able to do that. I know how it looks for some people where when you're done, you're just fucking done. Like, yeah. I'm not fucking coming in here tomorrow. Yeah. I'm actually not even coming in here today. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I... And that's, I, and that's why I don't have a, a negative feeling either way. You got to do what's best for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you feel like you can leave and give a place two weeks, give it two. You can give it three, give it three. I've known people who have given a place, they've said, I'm going to give you this amount of days. And they gave them that amount of days. And it was more than two weeks. And I've known people who said, oh, I'm going to give you this amount of days. And they don't even give them half those days because things got so bad once they told them they were leaving. The favoritism the yeah. bullshit they deal with that they're just like, you know what, I can't even give you that time now. I gotta fucking get out of here for my yeah. own mental health, you know? Which is very important. Yeah. Very so important. how about how about you though? How do you feel about giving Man, the way I look at it is if I decide to leave a place, I don't ever intend on coming back. Mm. Like Yeah. Almost I'm gonna say ninety five percent of the jobs that I left was I didn't intend on coming back. I only came back to one of them. But that was because it was so much fun. This was when I was like coaching kids soccer. That <laughs> I can't make the joke that I was gonna make because you just said kids soccer. So now I have to wait. <laughs> it wasn't gonna fit. <laughs> okay. That was the only one I ever went back to because it was it was fun. Yeah. Other than that, man, it's always been like I'm not going back there. I mm. left there for a reason. There was something that drove me out of there. Yeah. And the next place I go to was better than the last. Yeah. But there's some jobs where I'm like, you know what? Fuck this place. Yeah. I'm going to just I'm gonna dip out. Just done. Yeah. Not even going to talk and about And in my personal experience, my last job that I quit, yeah. I was done two weeks, maybe three weeks prior to when I actually sent in my notice. Yeah. Because, again, I was only getting two out of three, two three days two out of those were the worst possible days to make money so it was yeah. fucking up my money i wasn't making yeah. any money i couldn't pay my bills and shit like right. that it was that bad yeah so it's like clearly i'm not wanted here and i've been looking for other places i finally found two other places that love me and you know first day was fucking great it's dope the uh the owner of one place was like hey man he's like what do you what's your schedule looking like with the other place you know i know you got another job i'm like if you're giving me a job I'll walk in today and I'll give him my notice. Yeah. He's like, all right, we'll put you on your on the schedule when you get back from Vegas. Mm. Say less. And I fully <laughs> intended to like give like a notice of like two weeks or whatever. But the next day I was supposed to work. I got called off to me. There was no more straws left to be taken out. It was just 
you're just digging into the petty pile. Like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. I typed up my notice. I say, you know what? Here's my resignation. That's it. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. That was it. I just I typed that up. I didn't I didn't give a date. I didn't nothing like that. Yeah. That's up for you to decide. It's not my problem. I am done with this yeah, place. I remember if that. you put me on the schedule, I'm not showing up. If you don't put me on the schedule, I don't care. I'm done. Yeah. You showed me that you don't want me here for whatever reason. I don't care. Not my problem. I'm yeah. done with this place. That's yeah. me was just like, there's no respect for me. So I'm not going to give you that respect of giving you a two week notice or anything like that. Cause you have none for me. Yeah. You don't care about my, my financial, my financial responsibilities, yeah. my livelihood, nothing like that. So I don't give a fuck about you. Like I'm out of here. I'm done. Fuck this place. Fuck all that shit. I'm out. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't mm. care how you view me. I don't care about burning that bridge because that place is already in a bad rap within the industry. Yep. Because the people I talked to at my new job were like, oh, you work there? Yeah, shit. no, I don't hear any well, good we things. we were in Vegas, we heard bad shit. Yeah, when we were yeah. in Vegas, we heard bad things about it. So it's like, you know what? I don't care about burning this bridge. I don't yeah. ever plan on crossing back. I will say, though, I do fuck with the people that work there that aren't salary, except for a couple of individuals that are salary. Mm. You know who you are. I fuck with you. But the other ones that are hourly, I fuck with y'all. You guys are dope. You guys are better than that place. Make sure you get out of there. I fuck with all of you. This is no, this isn't me talking shit about y'all. It is the, the uh, company itself and those mm-hmm. that are put in to make certain decisions. Like fuck y'all, fuck that shit. I'm not gonna name drop because yeah. I don't want to, even though yeah. I really, really do. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But people listening know what I'm talking about. Man. So, like, Man. I don't give a fuck about burning some bridges when it's like I'm not going back because yeah. you guys don't give a fuck about me. So fuck you. Man, it sounds like you talking about an ex. You're like, yo, fuck that bitch. <laughs> fuck her friends. Fuck her friends' friends. I don't even like her dog, bro. <laughs> fuck the dog. <laughs> like, fuck everybody. I don't like the street she live on. I don't like the library down the street. They ain't never got the books I want to read. <laughs> fuck all that. Man, fuck all of that. I don't even like oh, the shoes she man. used to wear. Yeah, like, yeah. You, just, you just went in, but it was... And that's why I kept laughing because I was like, <laughs> you talk about these motherfuckers like they fucking relationships. You like. No, nah, because I felt that personal attack towards yeah, me. Yeah, you were like, man, they feet always cold when they get into bed. I'm like, none of this. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, oh, man, I know who yeah. hurt you. I ain't got to ask. <laughs> I know who hurt you. <laughs> who hurt you? I'm telling you. Who I know me. who hurt you. Hurt my pockets and shit. Nah, but, fuck that place. But, you know, taking the funniness out of it, or at least partial. I mean, isn't job just like a relationship? You got to be there the majority of your time. You hope you get rewarded for the work that you get or work that you give. You hope that your relationships, you know, surrounding that job are healthy. Yeah. And make you happy. And if not, you know, you leave or you're one of those people who just stays and get your ass beat. Every fucking day, that job yep. just beats you into the fucking ground, and you come home and complain. Like, I don't. They keep telling me they're gonna change, but they never change. And you get your ass beat when your next shift comes in. Yep. Like, no. If a if a job is beating your ass, leave. Just like a relationship. Yep. If a relationship is beating your ass, leave. And I'm not trying to make fun or of light of any particular thing. I'm. It's not just physical. It's also mental, emotional. If a relationship, a job, a friendship, whatever, if it's beating your ass, it's not healthy for you. You need to get out of that shit. You're supposed to be happy. We got so few days on this planet, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And we got enough shit to worry about without 
get, especially if you got a job where you got to wake up early to go to. So it interrupts your sleep for you to go into that job, to work next to people you don't like, hanging around people all day that you would never hang out with unless you were on the clock, dealing with a boss you don't respect and who don't respect you. It's just that our industry is so much on the front lines of that because you strip away all of the mundanity of it. We don't do the same thing every day because we don't have the same guests at the exact same time that order the exact same shit. So it's not a desk job. No two days can be the same because you won't yeah. always have the same coworkers. You won't always have the same guests, experiences, whatever. So we feel it more than anyone else, you know? And I just feel sad when I listen to people like going to a job that they hate. And I'm like, well, why the fuck are you here? And they're like, I don't know. You know, or a manager that manages at a job and doesn't understand why the fuck they're doing it. I'm like, you hate managing. So why'd you do it? Oh, I had a kid and I had this. You didn't have to become a manager to do that. You could have just got another job. You know what I'm saying? You could have got two jobs. And made money and then this and then that. Or maybe you couldn't have. Like, I, I can't sit here and make a blatant, blatant, blanket statement mm-hmm. that encompasses everyone. Everyone has their own thing. It's just, I can't stand people who aren't happy and they want to drag people down with them. And favoritism, in my opinion, comes from people who aren't happy. People coming into a job every day being a kiss ass is because they ain't happy. People coming in and just being miserable. Obviously, they're not happy. It's like if you're happy with your life, you come into work and work ain't work because hopefully you're doing something that you love to do, which the adage is if you do something you love, you don't work a day in your life. I love this industry. That's why I've been in it so long. And I want to work with people who love the industry, even if it's not what they want to do forever. They love it enough at that moment where we have the best time then we make the most money and we make the most memories. And then when it's time for you to move on, move on healthily but yeah we just got too many people just trying to drag someone down because they're not happy with themselves and that's just my opinion in in conclusion if you like the place but you found something better put in those two weeks yeah and if you're fed up get the fuck out of there you know what go in and then mid-shift just walk the fuck out just just set up some shit, whatever, or mess up some shit. Or I don't know, whatever. Just Man. walk the fuck out. Don't say nothing. Don't respond. No messages. Go in, work two hours, and leave. Fuck it. Get, get your I, get your discounted employee meal. Get the fuck out. Don't pay for that shit. And leave. Fuck would, that shit. I fuck would, those places that treat you like shit and fuck up your money. I wouldn't even do that. I think the best way to fuck with a place on your way out is to cast for that motherfucker. You go in for a shift that you're supposed to work. Clock in and then go home? Don't even go home. <laughs> Don't even go home. Come in dressed, ready to work. Come in looking fucking fire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you clock in and people kind of see you doing stuff and then you just start disappearing. Then you have your phone like turned off or on D&D so you can still get on the internet and shit. But you can sit like in a closet somewhere, sit in random spaces and have them looking for you the whole shift. <laughs> like and when people are like did you see such and such you're like I could have swore I saw him walking by you don't talk to nobody you just walk walk out once every two hours do a random thing where people just kind of see you go to the store just cast, yeah just Casper that shit yeah and then at the end of the shift 
tell your boss, hey, just so you know, when they ask, like, where you at? It's like, oh, I've been meaning to tell you all shift. Fucking quit. Just walk yeah. out. <laughs> I've been looking for you all night. I've been meaning to tell you. Fuck you. I don't fucking like it here. Yeah. I just walk the fuck out. Let them just have the shittiest fucking mm-hmm. night so they can feel how it is. Yep. Like, all that stress they put there. on you, put that right back. Yeah. Pretend to send her. Yeah, do a real I thing. guarantee I like you that. they'll never forget you. Nah, they'll never forget you on that nah. shit. Like I had a motherfucker who came into work, clocked in, worked a whole shift, and I ain't seen him once. They we were looking for that motherfucker. They won't fuck with somebody else again. No, they fuck won't. around and find out. Shit, fuck I'll be, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be hanging on the roof looking through a skylight, just watching everybody the whole shit. <laughs> Every once in a while, I come down and someone see me walk down the hallway or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. Best way to do it. Hell yeah. Anyway, and on that note, I I hope everyone enjoyed this this episode with our multi-rants. Um, Next episode will be more lighthearted. This was a lot of this. Hey, there was a lot of lightheartedness to this one. It, it wasn't. It wasn't as bad as it could have been. I talk shit on my other podcast yeah. and on this one. I can do that. Yeah. Because we have a podcast. I can do that. Yeah. This is our platform. This is my platform. I'm going to talk my shit. Yeah. I can't. Be lucky I didn't mention names, man. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, man. It took like... This, this was half petty. That was half petty? That was half. Damn. Nah, that was like... I felt like quarter petty. That was quarter petty. Yeah, that was definitely quarter petty. I, I didn't feel I could have mentioned the initials, but I didn't. Yeah. No, I've heard you be half petty on a mic before. Like Oh yeah. Your pettiness goes higher. Yeah. I didn't have to, we didn't have to bleep anything out, so No, nah, we didn't. We That's... did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. We appreciate y'all. Hopefully you made it to the end. And um catch you on the next one. <laughs> yeah. Bye. <laughs>